Welcome. I'm your host, Alex Avila, founder of College, Career, and Beyond, also known as CAB, where our listeners go on a journey and hear stories about academic, economic, political, social struggles, and or advancements in today's world. Stay tuned and plug with CAB. Welcome again to another College Career and Beyond. I am your host, Alex Avila. I have a co-host here, Lee Janae. Let them know who you are, what you do, what would it be? Hello, my name is Lee Janae Bertrand. I am the, I'm one of the Wiley representatives, you know. I'm a young leader out here in these streets, and I'm the Emoji Tumayini president at San Bernardino Valley College. <laughs> yeah, she's holding it down. And then we have two amazing, lovely guests. Can you tell them your name and uh, what you actually have to offer? Like, what's your business about? Sorry. Hi, my name is Narishia. Um, I attend San Bernardino Valley College. Just got my first AA, finishing again in December. Come on, come ah, on, ah, boy. Ah, ah, ah. Um, I'm the uh, treasurer of Tumayini on campus. Uh, I do have my own business, Wrapped in Royalty. There we have head wraps. We have face mask, African face mask, and we have wooden earrings. And we have hoop, like the bamboo earrings, for all cultures and everybody. Girl, tell them about the gold. Yeah, they're gold and silver, the the hoops and the wooden earrings. They come in different. I'm wearing one right now. It's one of my favorites. I love these ones. But okay. <laughs> yeah, they're beautiful. Thank you. And then we're going to talk more about this kind of artistic entrepreneurial uh, expression and how that becomes a business. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I am Ayani Iman. I'm a poet, creative writer, anything creative, really. I like to use my hands. Um Motivational speaker mainly, that was where my alley was really focusing on. So you can find my poetry on Instagram, Ayani Iman Poetry, and we'll talk more about that. And I'm curious, you know, as young people, uh, I admire your work. I admire the stuff that you're doing in our community. Um, What starts that process? Uh, What gets you rolling this idea that I want to be an entrepreneur, that I want to start a business, especially as black uh, young uh, females in an area like San Bernardino, that's kind of like a rough, underserved, underfunded area? Um, I want to say I, I, I want to say it depends the the, the position you're put in, mm-hmm. because I didn't grow up around. I mean, I, yeah, I grew I didn't grow up around like, you know, people who weren't really doing anything like they didn't have any motivation. I was I didn't grow up around people who had I just grew up around just like regular, you know, working people, class working people. Now, see, my mom introduced me to things outside of that. She introduced me to, you know, let's take you here. Let's take you there. So when I see all these black people doing stuff like I never seen that before as a child, I'm like, oh, yeah, black people do that, too. You know, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I don't see enough of that. Right. So now I go to school. And then they show us like, okay, if you guys want to do this, this is what y'all need to be doing, blah, 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 blah. All you got to do is take the first step and we're going to help you all along the way. It just, I really honestly believe that it depends on the background that you come from or or it can just be the place that you're at inside your life. I really believe that. Speaking of the place that you're at inside your life, that's exactly how I started. (laughs) I've always been an athlete. I'm an all-American athlete. I went to UNLV. And um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're not going to talk about my coach. I love him to death, but you know how people be. Um, But my coach was very inspirational to me Mm -hmm. because he 
basically put a mirror up and was like, look at you. And it forced me to look at my flaws, my attitude, not being away from home and telling myself that I want to be home, disregarding the position that I was put in and um, not being grateful of that. So a lot of things that I'm doing now literally had a lot to do with my college life and my position in college. Um, I was one of the only people on my team who went to nationals. Mm -hmm. So I have always been the type of person who's like, let me feel overwhelmed. Let me feel like everybody counting on me and we gonna get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. So for me, being the position that I was in when I left college, I literally was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I picked up this job at a dispensary and I moved up literally really quick into management. And I was like, okay, I have control here. I like being able to control things. And then when you realize, although I am in HR, I don't, this ain't my business. This isn't mine. So I really started to put my poetry out there and it was like, I can control this. I can put it where I want. I can send it to people if I want to. I can do whatever I want with it. So that had a lot to do with it being in the position I was in. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting because y'all both are talking about college. I mean, all three of y'all talking about college and, you know, this podcast is called College, Career and Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's ironic, you know, uh, people may not talk about this much, but when it comes to African-American students, we have the worst performance in mm-hmm. all levels, like K-12, community college, uh, USC, um, CSU, like private college, we perform horribly. Um, so how is it that y'all see yourself attending college and even thinking about having a business? How, like, how does that work? Okay. So I'm not a business owner in the future. Do I want my own hospital? Yes, I do. Correct myself. I will have my own hospital okay. in the future. Come on. But being a college student, I feel like having that mentality or that drive is all about the people you surround with. Mm-hmm. So like Ayana, I used to be an athlete, but the people that I used to compete with, and yes, I did, I used to go to state. I used to, I ranked in my in my league. I always ranked top five. If it wasn't top five, I wasn't happy with it. Mm-hmm. So, and when I'm in that type of situation, I'm with people that are trying to thrive and do better for yourself. And you'll always have that people at school that's gonna sit in front of the cafeteria and not do nothing. You feel me? I went to Valley. You have those people there every day. Yeah. It wasn't until I got into the Emoji to Miami program to realize that, okay, these are people that are trying to drive and get their money, you know, go about the hustle and bustle, trying to beat the hustle and bustle, you know, trying to, I, I have this idea in my mind, and I'm going to make this idea come true. So mm-hmm. I feel like when you're a college student, it's all about who you surround yourself with, who you look up to. You see these people here, you see how I call them high society. Right. So you see these high society members and I was like, I need to be like them. I need mm-hmm. to be better than them. Mm-hmm. So that's the mentality that I gives that you have to have. And that helps give per- perspective. And for those who are listening in Florida, New York and throughout um, the region, uh, Valley College is a community college here mm-hmm. in San Bernardino. San Bernardino is 45 minutes from L.A. It's inland is uh, 45 minutes from the beach. And so um, just to give you and we're a couple hours from Vegas and a couple hours from San Diego, a couple hours from Mexico, we're like we're, we're in the middle of everything. <laughs> so just to, and then it's the most underserved, uh, most impoverished area yeah. in the state. Um, at one point, it was number two in the country. And so, um, yeah, San Bernardino is, uh, is, is a challenge. So as well as for you all, the same question, like how is it that y'all get to pursue this idea of college and even being an entrepreneur in the time and the frame that we're in right now? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, a lot of my college experience was track. 
I'm honestly not the best student. And I know there's some people out there who's not the best student. So it's, you know, it's real. And, and people try to shy away from that. But I am not the best college student. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the best college student. I learned some of the best lessons in college, though. And I, I'm grown enough to own up to that. <laughs> but um, when you say you wasn't the best student, was that because of the teacher, the curriculum, the teachers or the atmosphere? Like what makes you not the best student? The curriculum. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until at first I was a kinesiology major, and then it wasn't until I started su- uh, stu- studying sociology that I actually started to like college. I still didn't like the fact that if I tell you, especially with sociology, if I'd say, okay, this is how I'm going to do this, being that it's sociology, and they were open to that, that's why I liked it. Um, this is my perspective of it. This is how I take it. This is how I understand it. A lot of times if you are in, let's say, GE classes, it's like, no, this is what it is. This is how the teacher wants to teach it. This is mm-hmm. how you got to do it. And I really didn't like that because it's not just one route to get to the destination. And that's one thing that I've always like disliked about schooling. And I don't want to say schooling, but teachers they're so close-minded to how you view it or to how you understand mm-hmm. it and they force you and ma- maybe I literally don't get it. You know how some people say, I can tell you this and someone else can tell you that and you get it from them? That's a lot of a lot of the case with my experience in American schooling. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, let, let's not sugarcoat it. I mean, I know mm-hmm. when I was in school and, and doing school, there wasn't a lot of black students or black professors or black teachers or people who empathize with the black um community there still mm-hmm. isn't and yeah there still isn't and Literally. so mm-hmm. when you have people who don't come from our neighborhoods or don't care about our neighborhoods or don't have an interest and they teach in these schools it reflects in the curriculum and and i can see why a lot of black communities are disengaged mm-hmm. because you have to fight five times harder yeah. because you got to catch up with students who already have that kind of culture and mm-hmm. that premise in their household or in the community um or you know have that supporter infrastructure um so you know do you feel uncomfortable when you're in class or i mean how does it work for you the curriculum or do you feel like because you just graduated am i right <laughs> we can celebrate I got that my first that's what's up let's celebrate my that second one in, in december okay congratulations I'm so excited. i think i'll be more excited after the are you the first one to graduate college no absolutely not my mom has a master's degree amazing okay yeah. is that common in your family nope she was oh. first one to graduate in college Oh, I said no. She's the first one to graduate in college, of well, out of college with her master's. So my mom is actually one uh, on both sides of my family. She's probably, yeah, she's the first one with her first degree. And then people followed after her. But I'm like the fourth, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Out of generations of your family. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, mm-hmm. So it's not common. To, okay. Nope. Um, when I first started going to, to Valley... Um, first of all, I'm gonna just put myself out there. I don't know how I graduated from high school, but I graduated from high school with a 1.4. You hear me? How? I don't know. No child left behind. No child left behind. <laughs> oh, Ladies. that is, that is, Ladies. that is. <laughs> right. And that somebody is. told me, uh, don't ever tell that to nobody. But I feel like I, I do now because now my GPA is a 3.7. So I came into school saying, Oh, I'm finna kill. I'm finna kill. I'm finna kill. I'm finna slay. That's and that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Besides that, yes, I was for the first two semesters there. I was literally the only black 
girl and sometimes and the a black guy would come but you know they they black people be dropping out yeah. they do and it's so sad like the coolest people i'm like bro they're smart they be dropping out and i'll be sad so i have to stay inside the class and i'm always sitting sitting in the front i'm always asking questions i'm and i ask good questions i'm not those annoying people like uh professor or whoever you want to be called this that that and the third no i'm like okay well you you know i ask literally i have okay but the thing about it is is that my major is sociology as well but i'm really happy that i went to san bernardino valley college because we have a mojo to Miami on campus so after my first two semesters I mean, I was in Tumaini. I mean, I was in Tumaini my first two semesters, and it wasn't until I started getting actually involved, like doing stuff. They put me in a class with other people inside the program. So now, I'm like, oh yeah, we really fit in class classes now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I I think it's important to have that family on campus mm -hmm. because I feel like I probably would have really dropped out had it not been had they not been there mm -hmm. or had I not, you know, involved myself in that situation. Now my teachers were cool. I had one or two teachers, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, they got what they deserved. So, but I feel like if you're doing it with someone, like I asked my best, I've been pushing my best friend to come back to school cause she's a teacher for sure too. All my friends are, I'm the student, <laughs> but I made sure I took a class with her. I had my cousin back in school. I made sure I took a class with them, whatever class it was, because I know what it feels like to be the only black girl inside the classroom and be smart at that too. So um, I don't know if it bothers me. I kind of look at it in a different sight. Like uh, is, I'm not gonna let it bother me. Mm -hmm. I know that it's happening, but I have to go about it in a different way. So everybody know that this shit don't excuse me this don't bother me it's <laughs> okay i got edits and you know these are going to be emotional subjects so i understand like and i think people don't understand the frustration mm -hmm. um they think it's like well, why is it a big issue why, yeah just be like everybody else and i think that's the danger of of having this well we all are like you know there is no race there's only one race nah this is there's a black people mm -hmm. and there's you know there's different ethnicities they have different cultural and you know economic experience mm -hmm. and those platforms are not available for everybody mm -hmm. and to say that oh everything is the same it's not mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's never is so now that we talked about this aspect of college um so w would you say that there's a lack of diversity in these institutions yes. Oh my goodness. Most yes. definitely. I went to one of the most diverse schools. UNLV is, if you look it up, it's one of the my, the most diverse schools and it's still not diverse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like being in, in those classes, it was very different to see, oh, there's a lot of different people. There's a lot of different faces. Teachers not. <laughs> Teachers, mm. girl. You know what I'm and that's a huge part of schooling. I don't care yes. who's in here. They're not teaching me. Mm. I want I want a black teacher. I want an Asian teacher. Yes. I want an Indian teacher. You're not getting that. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter who's literally sitting next to you in the class, who's teaching me. And nine, nine times out of 10, they all have the same mindset. They don't care about you. Thank you. So if I'm sitting here and I'm going to your office hours and I'm like, hey, I'm going through this. And your intention was never to help me in the first place. What are we solving? Right. So it the classroom being diverse doesn't matter. We need diverse teachers. A diverse staff. We need people diverse in the management. Like 
when it comes and it irritates me because I agree with everything that you say. But when people think of diversity, they think of the students. Yeah. And that's not what we need. We don't need. Yes, we do need a diversity on our campus as students, but we need more diversity when it comes to our staff, when it comes mm-hmm. to our teachers, when it comes to our uh, faculty or our facil- facilitators management. Mm-hmm. You know, this is coming when you have people that are coming from and I'm talking about myself. I grew up with a single mom with seven sisters living in a one bedroom, one bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. you know, and these are people. I, all, all I know is living paycheck to paycheck so you don't get to see someone in that light to where oh my gosh they made it out Mm -hmm. like i remember the first time i had my black my first black male teacher and it was mr main shout out to mr main that's my dog (laughs) you know at san Bernardino valley college you know so college you had your first yeah i didn't hit till college till i had my first black teacher and he was the one that was just like he sat down with me he was just like i understand what you're going through and i sucked i sucked at math Mm-hmm. He was the first person that made me understand it and like it. So it's small, simple stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When I when I'm getting ready to transfer now, I can't stand counselors that don't understand like my background and don't even don't even attempt to understand my background. Mm-hmm. You know, so yes, it's hard for me to pass this class, but you're not understanding why it's hard for me to pass this class. Mm-hmm. You're just understanding that I'm not doing the work to my best ability. Mm-hmm. And how do you know that's not my best ability? Mm-hmm. I need a teacher that's going to sit down. I'm not a teacher, a counselor that's going to sit down and try to understand. Like, I understand that your background is hard. Like, there was other things going on besides besides school. Like, I have a life outside of school. I got sisters I got to take care of. Thanks. I got people I got to take care of. You know, Thanks. I got money to make. I got bills to pay. I'm Thanks. 22. I got bills to pay. I got rent to pay. You know, there's other things going on besides school. And as African Americans, we not all African Americans had that pressure to have a two parent household to where you were taken care of, and to have someone that's look you can look up to, and having that diversity on the campus helps you with benefit. Like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, I mean, ooh, and so, so I know I'm hitting a nerve, right? But yes. so- I, I have to say, like, I don't. I mean, I agree. I do agree with y'all for sure. Like, that's big facts. But I had all diverse teachers. Oh. Like every semester, I had a different. Where at? I'm sorry. At San Bernardino Valley College. You had it at we're high talking about, Yeah, I had it in high school too. Like okay. everybody was diverse. Yeah, there's, there. Yeah, I had diverse teachers. So, I, I try to avoid certain things, but I see it. So I try to go at it at a different route. That's just how I always been. Unless I'm just like, we are gonna do this head on. So you think there's enough resources for African American students? No. And, okay. <laughs> no. I just I Not just want to know like when you say diverse, like what was the benefit and how much of it was diverse? Was it just a small or was it a large community? Uh, no, on the aspect of teachers being diverse on campus, I had I had the pleasure of having diversity of teachers mm-hmm. in high school and in college. Mm. And in college, I had my teachers were more caring mm-hmm. to me. And I had like maybe two or three of them that were just like okay but also i mean not to be like you know disrespectful disrespectful to you know what our mm-hmm. you know what our situations are but still like okay is you that know is I that mean? normal no or is that just a situation that you were blessed to be in that kind of I think I was just blessed to be in that situation because, I mean, that's why I said I look at things at a di- in a different aspect because I already know it's there. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you already know the road is blocked down there, you got to take another route to get to where you got to go. Mm-hmm. So since I already know it's there, I, I already know. So I, I, I literally come at it at a different way. Like, so the art of negotiating. Yeah. You figured out that you have to maneuver the system in order to survive in it. Yeah, definitely. And make it work for you. You have to. 
So, I mean, that's that's why I'm sitting here like, dang, that sucks because that's true. But at the same time, like sometimes it is like, okay, I really don't care about right. your your background. So when you take that in, you like, well, you really don't mm -hmm. have to care, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let me just, you know, let me just deal, put, let me put on some pa mm -hmm. some more panties and keep it pushing. Right. So sometimes I have to look at it in that aspect. Now, if it was something like way beyond where you should care, then, then we would have more of an issue. Yeah. See, like for me, it was a have to care thing. And it was something that I didn't want to care about. See, I was, like I said, a student athlete. And being a student athlete, you already have this light on you where teachers are like, you guys get handed everything. Ah, you guys get this and that. And then on top of that, you have the coaches who are business aspect. They don't really care as much either. They care enough, but they don't really care as deeply as I feel like they should a lot of it's times. Not saying all dubs. coaches are like that, but I'm an All-American. So my coach going to make something shake because I'm bringing money in. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, as my coach is making something shake, I'm still dealing with these teachers and she's telling me, okay. <laughs> so it's like I had two black coaches. They were married. I had a counselor who wasn't black and they all cared. But ultimately, it's about the business. They did their part. They went to college. They got their degrees. Now we here and we just need you to make us some money. So mm -hmm. it gets to a point to where it's not only am I a student athlete, not only are you hearing my name so you know who I am, so you're going to make, okay, well, we're going to make sure you do this and you do that. I'm also a black female. Mm -hmm. hmm. That one. I'm also seven of nine kids. I'm also mm -hmm. dealing with my parents getting divorced in college. I'm dealing with all these things and although I'm making it seem like oh this is all shits and glitter or whatever it is emotionally it's different and there was literally nobody there to cope with me emotionally which is why I was like I'm gonna cope with myself I'm gonna do poetry I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to myself and tell myself how I feel because nobody else want to listen nobody uh -huh. else but it's me. not easy especially as a student athlete at a university at a smaller university I'm not gonna say it's a tiny university but at a smaller university who's capable of being at a Bama, uh, LSU, mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Right. It's different. So. Now, you touch on a lot of uh, profound things. And and so the, uh, the idea that you can go to college be with all the odds against, because it's like the odds are stacked against you. Um, and whenever windows or doors open, it sounds like y'all just go for it. Mm -hmm. most, most people are not like that. You know, some mm -hmm. things are just handed to folks. Mm -hmm. And so in the midst of this, you still, because you talked about poetry, started a business in, 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 in the arts. And wow, like the idea of having a black woman uh, voice accessible to the world, like that's, yeah, that's kind of bold. Like what made you try to move in that space? I nothing nothing about my physical my flesh it was all spiritual mm -hmm. and like Reese you always say and that's why it's important to have friends um good friends because we got friends uh -huh. um she's very spiritual and she's always like listen listen you know when God speak you know when the spirit speak listen so a big part of that like today I was telling her like we I've been you know, not really on it, but I've been getting back on it. And today, spirit just said attack. And 
be it that uh, although my family is spiritual, but having friends outside of uh, family, sometimes you don't listen. You know, some people mm-hmm. you hear it differently. Yeah. So being that I have friends who are like, you know, constantly reminding me of that, reminding me of, OK, you know, it's not we not here. We here right now in the flesh doing this. But ultimately, the way that's going to push you is your spiritual being. Mm-hmm. So being able to step outside of flesh and live in a spiritual light is really going to help you when it comes to being in business because that part isn't about your customers or your supporters or your fans. I don't like that word, but it's real. Your stands, all that. What's going to push you is your spirit. Where is your spirit at? How are you feeling? What's mm-hmm. going on? If your cup is empty, who are you giving to? You mm-hmm. need to make sure you feel and you running over before you can start handing out. Exactly. Come on spiritually you got to be good <laughs> or it's not gonna work <laughs> right no it's amazing uh i know she brought up your name a few times recently you, <laughs> you wanted to add to that i told y'all we friends <laughs> <laughs> we friends for a long time but you started a business too didn't you i did december 6 2019 <laughs> 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 um i did and i'm really glad that i i started the business because it actually see i I like to manifest things and mm-hmm. I like to plan myself out to see because my whole thing, honestly, to be real, is like I I have to do something that is just not I, I have to do something that's not going to stop. I have to do something that I I feel accomplished of. I have to do something for me because I'm a giver. I told you guys that in the last podcast. I like to please people. So what do I do for myself? Like, how am I going to please myself, right? And not only that, like, I'm saving money for school because who going to write, right? So with that being said, I, 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 I have to trust God. I have to listen. I have to pray. Even when if it's not about me, if mm-hmm. it's about somebody else, I have to do that because then God gives back to me. You know what I'm saying? So when I started when I started the business, I was kind of shy and y'all know me. I'm not sh- at all. I'm not shy, but I I developed a shyness. Me and Ayana went to um she's not shy, she's vulnerable. Me and Ayana <laughs> me and Ayana went. <laughs> me and went to somewhere. I don't know where we went, and I was so scared because I was like looking for more inventory. How do I get more, you know, wraps and things like that? Like, how do I get out to people and do that? I'm like, babe, can you go ask her to, to you know? Because oh, I was LA Grand at Grand Park. Okay, yep. And I'm like, oh, can you go ask her? She's like, yeah. And so I was like. I contemplated for a little while. I didn't buy no inventory. I wasn't like doing nothing. And then I was like, okay, well, I know this is for me, but I need to know, like, I have to be more, you know, I have to be, I can't be shy like that. I'm going to be talking to people. I talk to people all day long. I'm at school. People come and talk to me all day long. So what is the difference from me handling business with myself versus handling business with other people? You know what I'm saying? If I want people to know that I'm here, I have to open up my mouth because closed mouths don't get fed. So starting the business was kind of hella scary terrifying it's cute i liked it it was talk about it stop it was i i because i asked them questions i asked my friends questions i was like and l- let me say this my mom she's not the type of person that gives me a direct answer right so if i ask her a question she's like yeah i think it's cool or maybe 
she doesn't give me anything direct. So she's just like on board. Like, if you want to do it, come on, let's do it. Like, you don't want to do it? Or she's like, well, I think da 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 da. So I come and ask my friends, they're like, yes, no, no, yes. All right, cool. We rolling with that. So it, I, I, I know. And the other day, they had to come over and help me get my stuff together. She called me, she said, you up? Because you know you got to get up. You know, and it's still, I'm still in the process of like making sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do in order to maintain my business. And it's still scary. And sometimes I don't believe that I have a business. I don't, I don't. But now that like it's kind of getting big, I'm like, oh, it's, 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 it's get, yeah notoriety right yeah, and, and like, for people who don't know what your business are tell them tell them what your business is um uh wrapped in royalty i merchandise head wraps uh different fabrics of head wraps african head wraps mask uh wooden african wooden earrings inspirational earrings and then we have bamboo earrings now they're gold and silver and they are cute they have um different stuff on them some most of them say what a, oh she got on royalty today i, got I have royalty bougie queen, queen chunky chunky is my favorite Bye. yeah that's my favorite so if you guys want to order anything you can go on my um uh instagram at wrapped wrapped in royalty with two eyes <laughs> <laughs> legion they told me i spelled it out the whole time last night that's like, funny girl you you can spell it out for folks who are looking for it to support wrapped y'all need to learn how to spell rap if you don't in letter in royalty with two Y's. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that was long. Wrapped in royalty with two Y's at the end. Yes, yeah, so you can DM me if you have any questions. Um, I have a website, uh, only one y spelled the same way, one y.com. And yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of nervous, but you know, but you know what, can I say this? All of my friends are doing something. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's not that we're all entrepreneurs, but we have an entrepreneur mindset. Mm-hmm. So we're all, even Lee like, I'll be looking at Lee like, yes, Lee I'll be getting life from her because she be handling business. She's like, and then we, and then, and then, and check, 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 right? So um, last week we went with her. She had a little video shoot for her, a little. Black people. I can't. Black people. She had a, a shoot for her poem called. It's um, not little. It's not. It's no, not. it's not. That's, big. I, that's why I said little. Yeah. I'm trying to stop saying it. Y'all know y'all be saying little. <laughs> <laughs> Your little salad. Yeah, stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um. Oh, so we went to her shoot for uh, Black Man We All You. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's called Black Man We All You. And uh, we did a shoot for her at the ending, and to see that all of our all of our friends were there, and then I have friends that are connected with me, and she, you know, she was there. It was like, wow, we really out here, and it was nothing but women. Wow. And I was like, wow, we really out here. Like when when people say birds of a feather flock together, like I couldn't name except for the kids that was there. I couldn't see like not one person that was there. I know that they do business. They handle business. They have mm-hmm. something going for themselves. They're artists. They're working in, you know, in places where they're their bosses themselves. They're maintaining um HR positions, you know what I'm saying? They actually have stuff going for their life. And if they don't have like a super great job or with benefits, they're moving to the point where they are. 
And the fact that we're supporting each other, it made me so happy. I was so happy. I woke up this morning, I was praying and I was telling God like, you know, thank you for my friends. Thank you for putting us in this position, open up doors, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So we get here today. She like, Faye, you know what? We doing this, we doing that. And I was like, I I, I don't want to say dead ass. I dead ass. (laughs) Dead ass prayed about that this morning. (laughs) Yeah, I dead ass prayed about that this morning. And I was like, the fact that we all see it. And we're we're still moving around Mm -hmm. in in COVID. We're moving around like, not to say like we acting like black lives don't matter, but we still making moves because that ain't gonna stop us. Nothing gonna stop us. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So the fact that, okay, yeah, black lives matters, y'all out here protesting, but we been doing that. But Mm -hmm. let's put some action behind what we meant, what we meant, what we were meaning to say. Long-term goals, come on. Exactly. And y'all attended the protest. So I know you know what, yes. So it's not that, you know, y'all part of it and y'all been a part of it. Now y'all looking for the next steps, what's gonna happen after. And um, the fact that you're highlighting that, you know, black people can work together, mm-hmm. black people can support each other is part of what happens when you change the narrative. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of negative image through, due to, to, to the media, right? And some of the aspects even in school and, and, and other economic professions where black people are looked negatively. Mm-hmm. And uh, we look as, 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 as disciplinary problems mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, people who can actually contribute um and be a part of the solution mm-hmm. and so a lot of the stuff y'all saying is, is part of the solution right. um and we need to figure out how to help expand what y'all are doing and bring that community together because we need it more now than ever mm-hmm. we do um on juneteenth we went to two events in san bernardino uh it was a dino can at paris hill park and it was like a block party um on the west side of san bernardino and when I say we are united, oh, we are united. There Posted you go. By Micah Mahan. Yep. When I say it was so exciting to be at both places, seeing people in our community that we grew up with, mm-hmm. like grew up together, know you know, like affectionately know them. I don't want to say I cried because I don't cry. You wanted to. I wanted to. Probably went home and did. She told. <laughs> she told. Her she mom said that in the generations that she's been living, she never seen that before. Especially at our age, yes. She. Was I was like, like, dang, that's crazy. They all young. It's a young black kid, black kid, uh, farmers market. Yes. Yeah. Where do you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In San Bernardino. We need one though. It needs to mm-hmm. be monthly, nonstop. Mm-hmm. So. I'm trying to figure out like how is this gonna happen? We need to figure that out. Even if it's just like one big event, like right. we used to have the Route 66 out here, like what happened, right? Mm-hmm. And that was exciting. So let's do it another what? A, another one, but not the Route 66. Let's do it every year, once a year. Right. Juneteenth event. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like or monthly, like let's get a black farmers market out there. Mm-hmm. Let's get you know what I'm saying? Let's get the black dollar flowing. Like how mm-hmm. do we get there? How do we do that? We right. just how do we do it? Yeah. Like, well, it starts with conversations like this. Mm-hmm. And um I did go to the event last Friday. Um some of those young folks I did mentor work with many years ago and it was it was good to see them there at the event. It was over two thousand folks. Mm-hmm. Um you couldn't find no parking. Um <laughs> And uh, there was nobody got killed, nobody got robbed. It was peaceful. It was the most peaceful, most amazing. It was like three trucks to clean out the trash. Um, everybody did their part. I was sad to see that the council women Ibarra went 
on social media to trash the event and to um, give a negative light on the event without the actual facts and actual um, data from the folks who were on the ground uh, and confused the black community that were there with the homeless population. Mm -hmm. It was embarrassing to see that that's our city representative and that they didn't understand that those are two different groups. She knows um, she wrong. And so, uh, but outside of that, it was amazing to see all these people. And there was people like, you know, gangs that were there mm -hmm. that had put their differences aside just to have a peaceful a day. Peaceful day. Mm -hmm. um, there were cops that came, not in uniform, mm -hmm. out of uniform mm -hmm. to support that what we were doing. Um, businesses that came to support. And so it was a beautiful thing to see. And that's never happened Mm -mm. ever in that region not I like that being that right there were now. multiple yeah. within yeah. 24 hours mm -hmm. yeah. and within 24 hours multiple yes and you telling me we can't do this again Facts. we can't do it and again. this is the city what you call is the fourth most dangerous in the world this is what you call san Bernardino, peaceful happy it's okay come on out of love that's what i said let's do this again like right. can juneteenth be every 19th of the month come on <laughs> You can might be, be you might be, be starting something, but you, <laughs> you know, Ooh, we can do <laughs> well, Gotta be starting. We would definitely look at reaching out to those folks who organize, and if y'all want to be part of that platform, there's also folks uh, in San Francisco in the Bay Area who want to sponsor and support wow. Black businesses, mm -hmm. and there's also Governor's Office. And as you saw, I was in the car earlier with foundations that are looking to support and give dollars to black businesses and um, not just loans, but businesses that you get right you. Here. And so. Mm -hmm. um, right. Um, we should continue this conversation, this platform, and then build on it and then get young folks like yourselves um, the proper infrastructure, capacity, and resources you need to be successful. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't make sense that in 2020 that we can't do that. Right. Um, so let's let's look at that. Let's, I'm definitely going to be advocate for that. And uh, whatever you need me to do to support and help, I'm there. Um, Another thing I want to say is, aside from poetry, I recently started doing um, Pick Your Poison and Paint. <laughs> you know what that means pick your poison but aside <laughs> aside from doing it for like adults my plan is to do it for kids because living in vegas and traveling i traveled pretty much every weekend when i wasn't competing seeing the opportunities mm -hmm. that not just uh adults or young adults have um kids as well in these different places that they can come and just be creative and just have that outlet. We don't have that here. And that was mm -hmm. one of the main reasons why I was like, I wanna do something like that. There's people who have never painted in their life who don't even know the concept of it. And they'll come one day and be like, I really like this, but would never even know that they liked it because it's not for mm -hmm. us here. Mm -hmm. right. We don't have it. So not even just to say like, that's what I do, but people who have um, talents and who have passions about things, that needs to be shared with other people because you don't know who you can inspire. And what Nipsey say? Right. Okay, you Continue. better inspire. The highest human act is to inspire. And if you can inspire somebody just by what you like, you don't even have to be great. Give that to somebody else. Let someone else join you. Like, mm -hmm. okay, come on, this is what we're doing. If you wanted to try it, you can try it. You never know what can go. I know singers who are in different states and they're just like, yeah, I, I do vocal lessons. I've yet to find somebody to do a vocal lesson in the Dino. And I know plenty of singers. Mm. Right, right. And it's like, you know, just start. Just start somewhere. Just say, hey, this is what I'm doing. And if you want to be a part of it, it's going to come. It's not always about the money initially. I'm go home if pray. it's great, it's going to happen. So 
Well, I mean, y'all saying all the right stuff and speaking it into, you know, we're going to definitely speak it into existence and we're going to move forward and try to get some of those things and give it some legs and some body and, and, and some movement. Um, let people know where they can find your poetry and your artwork as well. So my poetry is on my Instagram, um, Ayani Imam Poetry. I'm starting to do visuals to all my poetry, which is going to be dropped on my YouTube channel. And my YouTube channel is Word to Yanza. Word, T-O-Y-A-N-N-Z-A. And so you can find that there. And then I have an Etsy account, Ayana Iman, Ayana, I-M-A-N. And you can go find paintings there. And again, for people who may not know, can you tell them your, uh, how to get access to your uh, businesses? Okay, so we can get on our website, my website. It's going to be wrapped in the letter N, royalty.com. Or if you could just see like what I just the latest post or anything, you can get on Instagram at wrapped the letter N royalty with two Y's. That's it <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, you can DM me questions. I, I respond back. I'm also doing a raffle. You posting this soon? Yeah, this week. <laughs> Oh, okay, so um, um, at the last day, which is the 30th, I'm going to put everybody that added me on Instagram inside of a raffle. And then I'm going to do I think I'm going to do two because uh, I've got a lot of followers since I over, and I got a lot of followers. So I'm going to do two raffles, whatever I have available there. Um, you get to choose. It's yours. It's for free. So thank you for supporting. That's what I'm doing the raffle for. And Lee you work for. Uh uh, uh, Ylink, yeah. where yeah, Ylink actually does campaigns, advertisements, and promotion, and it's a social enterprise. You want to talk about how they can get access to that or how that works? Oh, okay. So, if you need access to that or any forms of that, you can hit us up at ylink.org. Or if you need any type of information out or anything like that, you can hit us up at our email. What is our email, Alex? That's gonna be. You can go to youthactionproject.org as well. Yeah, there we go. So, that's another one. Yeah, and um, you can email from there and actually reach out from there as well at youthactionproject.org. And then we have ylink.org. And uh, yeah, um, Legion, you want to say any, anything else? Only thing I want to say is I'm happy that you guys are here. Um, being that I am 21, about to be 22, you know, Leo's all the way. Mm-hmm. Seeing people like you, like Reese, is someone that. I know y'all can't tell over the microphone, but Lejeune is a really reserved person. Mm-hmm. And I like to keep to myself. Other people, it, it makes me uncomfortable to be around people, you know? And you meet people like Narisha, Reese, mm-hmm. or you meet people like Ayana, and I'm just like, dang, I really want to be like them growing up, wow. you know? And there's only like a four-year four, four year age gap, you know? And like seeing Reese, like seeing Reese on a daily basis puts a smile on my face. <laughs> like I, I have no clue why. <laughs> Listening to your poetry just be like, oh my gosh. And I'm just like, like, okay, I know you don't like the word fan, but I'll be like, I'm low-key a little fangirl. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. And I was just like, even Alex, like you, you're one of the main reasons now. And if y'all don't know, Alex is a teacher at San Bernardino Valley College. She's an English teacher. And for me, I hey, can't stand man. English. Can't stand it, but I never wanted to be in an English class so bad until I met this man. So the people that are on this podcast right now are people that are genuinely people that are thriving and are here for the good of black people. Like if you meet, if you ever have the chance to meet these people in person, yo, like for real, for real, count it as a blessing because it's, 
without Reese, I wouldn't be doing this right now because I would I'll, I'll be at the house like and I have no problem about it. Like if I think Reese was the first person that I met at Valley that made me come out of my circle, I would have dropped out of school. Like no jokes about it. I would I would have been working at a warehouse without hearing your poetry. There's certain things that I wouldn't have it wouldn't have clicked in my head like the amount of respect that I have for myself you know mm. her poetry gave that to me if it wasn't for Alex I wouldn't really care about classes my last English class I purposely passed I like not purposely I passed that mess just so I could be like <laughs> hey Alex I passed my class <laughs> you know so Proud. it's it's these type of people that you need to surround yourself with entrepreneurs like we said they don't have to be entrepreneurs but they have to have that entrepreneur mentality the mm -hmm. fact that they're doing something the fact that they're going out there to just want to better yourself and yeah. yeah wow you are a beaming light and right. i love she your energy like and i can't believe <laughs> that you know i, I bumped into y'all by accident no you know? for real and so it's just a random a text message and i just happened to be an available i had happened to be available shout out to kenesha buffon right. and shout out to miss yeah. kafela so um shout out to them much love to emoja tumaini at valley college um <laughs> shout out to all the people who support this program yeah. and uh you know legion a said it well and i can't you can't beat that so with that being said you're gonna see a description in below where actually you can click on the link and actually find where to support these entrepreneurs and these young ladies and uh we're gonna have them come back because we have to hear some of that poetry and we got to see some of this fashion ah. uh hair wrap stuff because <laughs> um, you know we got to do a part two right. so um thank you for all your listeners uh for staying tuned and listening to this podcast much love and respect this is college career beyond and we're out thank you for listening to cab college career and beyond we hope you enjoyed this episode you can find us on whatever provider podcast you listen to, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and more. Continue listening to CAB, College, Career, and Beyond, where we keep you ahead of the game and not behind the game.